from the Institute of Higher Thinking. This is literally. It's a podcast. Welcome to Literally, the podcast where great writing meets guilty pleasure. I'm your host, Scott Garner. After 19 episodes of book, movie, television, and pop culture reviews, this podcast has spent the last year in silence. Not really our style. We now return with 12 straight days of reviews by Literally's co-host, my partner, Crystal DeLaurentis. And since it's the holiday season, we couldn't resist calling it the 12 Days of Crystal. Each day, Crystal and I will discuss one of the books on her list. Spoiler alert, she liked them all. As much as this is a return to podcasting for us, it's also an excellent chance for our five faithful listeners to find a gem to give to the book lover on their holiday list. Or, if you're only now listening to the podcast in July... It's a fine list of suggestions for beach books. We have you covered. All right, so uh, after almost 12 months with no podcasts, we had one yesterday, and now we have another one today. And today's kind of dovetails nicely into uh, explaining a little bit about why we didn't have one for 12 months, <laughs> because the name of this book is Just One Damn Thing After Another by Jody Taylor. <laughs> I'm going to expect that, uh, that, that is, that is something that's going to nicely intertwine itself with the story of 12 months of no podcasting. Well, I mean, the title more than the story. Right. Because there was no time travel involved. Okay. Well. Yeah. If there had been, I probably would have been able to do this podcast a lot sooner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell me tell me about the book. I, I had, this, is, this is the one on the list. Uh, so for those that don't know, we're, obviously this is the 12 Days of Crystal, 12 books. And I have the list in front of me. I was familiar with most of the books. I'd actually read several of them. But this because one, I'm not horrible. But this one, I had, I knew, I know nothing about. Tell me about it. Well, it is the first book in a series called The Chronicles of Saint Mary's, um, that deals with the, I guess they're kind of archaeologists that work at Saint at Saint Mary's, which is a uh, research facility that um, sends historians back into time to observe history in real time. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then there's many a disaster that happens along the way. <laughs> Let's was, just put it that way. That's kind of where I was going with that. And you know that I either absolutely love or absolutely loathe time travel. Yeah. See, I'm all like, oh, there's time travel. I'm there. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That's how this book ended up in my, in my Kindle. Yeah. So if there's time travel and it's well done, I love it. But it's, we've gone on record before and talked about this, that I think time travel as an overall, device is terrible 99% of the time. Yeah, Conv- now who con- has no fun bone? <clears throat> I know. I, <laughs> now con- convince me, convince me that I should that I should check this out. What makes this what makes time travel not the bug? What what makes what makes this a, a book worth reading? Well, it's kind of hard, I guess. 
how do I want to say this where it doesn't spoil it? Um, the main character is um, Maxwell, Madeline Maxwell, who has, uh, she's a new recruit. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's a lot about what they do that they don't necessarily share with everyone in the organization. It's sort of compartmentalized, but she is one of the historians and they have a notoriously high death rate. Oh. Yes. Um, I think she's one of eight, if -hmm. I remember right. It's been a little while since I read it. Um, So they tend to get sent out in pairs, and sometimes things just don't go according to plan. So there are some real actual stakes. Yes. As opposed to time travel being used as like this crappy deus ex machina to correct anything. Right. They they basically get to, they specialize in certain time periods, and so they'll get sent Mm. back to those time periods usually not always when they're starting out because she's also like a junior historian as she's starting out um and most of the senior historians there aren't that many left so <laughs> and they're still so they, they tend to be very young and you know don't don't last real long um and they'll get sent back to observe certain periods and there's some question about whether or not they can actually change time uh, and what happens so there's there's the going back and killing baby Hitler might be on the table, might, but probably it might, isn't. It might. Yeah. Um, and there is kind of a lot of drama that happens in this in the uh, the romantic sense. Uh, so it is a little bit. There is a part where I was like, well, I feel like I'm reading a bodice ripper right now, but OK. Yeah, but, you, <laughs> like, but you know you, what? You need a little bit of that sometimes. Where great writing meets guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, this, sometimes this is, the guilty pleasure is the bodice ripping. All right, y'all. This is a five on the guilty <laughs> guilty pleasure scale. All right, for me. Um, I would give it more like a three in the writing mm-hmm. because, I mean, it was well done. I'm not knocking Jodie Taylor at all. Right, uh, right. And, and it, she is a good writer. It's just, it's not high lit. Yeah. You know, um, and I will be reading another book in the series. So uh-huh. it's not like I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. But, but it's really. So is it a, is it a series? Um, there are generally two types of science fiction series. It's like the the set up the world and set up the characters and then just have ongoing adventures or trilogies and quadrilogies and I think, cycles. I think there's something like eight or nine books. So yeah. that might answer your question. Okay. So that's, this is probably more like the ongoing series. Yeah. Type. And she's got there. I noticed that there are a bunch of like little novellas that mm-hmm. are kind of, it sounds like they split off from the main, okay. the main line. So, okay, so that tells us what we need to know. Yeah. That's cool. So, it, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I did enjoy it. I want to read the next one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's dinosaurs in this one. Oh, so you might sweet. you uh, might like that. Yeah. Oh, I, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a large reptile to be to be had. I'll I'll check it out. No, but the, and and this is also to me this sounds more like kind of one of those holiday books where you're you know, you you got a few extra days off. Uh, you got a little bit of downtime. This sounds like one of those that you can probably correct me if I'm wrong. This is probably a book you can get through in a day, day and a half. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think how long it took me because I didn't read. You know, I didn't read all at once because I usually I'll read stuff at lunch. Yeah. So yeah. it took me a few lunches. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So that is the second day of Crystal, and uh, that brings us to uh, tomorrow's day three, which ought to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, it is Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman, uh, soon to be a television adaptation. They've done radio adaptations of it before. 
I haven't heard I any of those. Done, they may have even done a TV adaptation at some point. I don't point. think they did. No. I think this is the first one. But uh, it's it's a, it's a cult favorite. Anybody who knows Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman has probably read this book. Uh, it's an excellent it's an excellent one, and we'll be talking about that tomorrow. Yeah, I just waited really long to get to this one. <laughs> I thought I did. I read it after it had been out for like 15 or 20 years. And you're you're another five or, five or eight behind that. Well, to be fair, I've probably owned the book for like 10. Yeah. <laughs> just not, not gotten around A to reading it. A shelf sitter. I've got plenty <laughs> yes. of those over there, too. All right, so we'll see you guys tomorrow. And so from the Institute of Higher Thinking, that's it for this episode of Literally. Be sure and check us out at our webpage, literallyapodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, where we are Literally a Podcast. Yeah, you can't get much more simple than that. On Twitter, we are at LAPCTwits. Over the next few months, we're going to be looking to grow and evolve, literally. So if you'd like to be part of that on a volunteer basis, because we can't afford to pay anybody, um, let us know. Perhaps you'd like to be a contributor or help out maybe with some of the audio side of things. Uh, drop a line on our Facebook page where you can reach me at scott at literallyapodcast.com. So after an absence of almost a year from the airways of podcasting last week, we came back and here we are. Last week? Huh? Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. That's right. Okay, start over. <laughs> like, dude, no. <laughs> Fuck that up. <laughs>